The Best Story Ever. Chapter 5. The Center Shifts. The period of time that we're looking at now is from 37 to 47, about a 10-year period where the center of the activity uh, of the church uh, of Jesus Christ moves from Jerusalem to Antioch. And the first scene in this story is, is of Peter traveling around Palestine. Uh, you remember from the persecutions, the church has spread throughout the region and wherever the Christians have gone back to their homes and their towns and their villages, uh, they've gathered uh, little groups of believers of Jesus Christ together. And Jesus, uh, the life of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit is being expressed in these groups in all of these different places. And so Peter, uh, at some point during these years, uh, goes out from Jerusalem and is traveling from place to place and encouraging the believers and teaching them. And he ends up in Joppa. And in the, in the town of Joppa, he seems to stay for a while. And while he's there, uh, a Gentile, Cornelius, a centurion, has a vision. And he sends his servants to find Peter. Peter is in Joppa at that time. And at exactly the same time, Peter has a vision of uh, a cloth coming down from heaven with all the different kinds of animals in it. And Jesus makes it clear to him that he is is in the new covenant uh, able to eat anything that's that's in there. There's no no longer unclean or clean food. This prepares Peter for then going to Cornelius's house, which is filled with Gentiles, maybe about 120, just like we're in the upper room in Jerusalem when the church first began among the Jews. And as Peter preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ and teaches. Cornelius and his family and his servants about Jesus, they come as a group to believe that Jesus is in fact the Messiah, not just for the Jews, but also for them as Gentiles, the, the savior of, of their souls and the, the, the king that they want to pledge their allegiance to, and they, they have that faith. And the Holy Spirit comes to those uh, believers in Joppa, or sor sorry, in uh, Cornelius's house, uh, the same way as he did in the upper room. And, and so it becomes clear to Peter that, that God is bringing this blessing of the kingdom of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of heaven, not just to the Jews, but in the same way also to the Gentiles. And so this is a, a big turning point in, in the uh, understanding of Peter and I think of, of all the church about what the church is and what God is doing in the world through the church of Jesus Christ. Now, during this same period of time, when Peter is um, traveling around, as are the other uh, disciples of Jesus Christ, uh, there's a revival of sorts among the priests in Jerusalem. And many priests become Christians during this time. And uh, they form a party, uh, you could say, called the Circumcision Party, and they kind of become the prominent leaders in the Jerusalem church, the the people in Jerusalem are used to following the priests as their leaders. And now that the priests have, uh, in large numbers, joined the church of Jesus Christ, it's just natural that they become the leaders there in the church in, uh, in Jerusalem. Um, and so, in about the year 41, uh, a new thing happens, and that is the Antioch, or what we might call the Antioch Chronicles. The Antioch Church, uh, Antioch is one of the third, it is one of the three largest cities in the entire Roman Empire. It's really a center uh, for, the, for the empire going eastward. 
and and uh, it's become a prominent city. It's a big city. It's a vibrant city. It's kind of a rich city. And the church has moved up, up there uh, as the Christians were persecuted in uh, Jerusalem and surrounding areas. Some of them moved as far as Antioch to avoid the persecution. And, and they brought Jesus Christ with them in their hearts and the Holy Spirit. And they started to bear witness to what Jesus had done. And people were joining the church there up in Antioch. And uh, this was the first church that was kind of... Um, not separated. So in Jerusalem, you had the Jewish church, and then in Cornelius's house, you had a Gentile church, but they weren't really mixing together. But in Antioch, you had a wide range of people all in the same uh, church. Now, not in a church the way we think of it, in the same building, but just in the city, uh, as they met in homes and different places. You had the dispersed Christians from, from Palestine who had moved up there and started this new church. You had a large number of Gentiles who were not attached to the Jewish community in any way who had believed in Jesus Christ and were part of this church. And then you also had the uh, God-fearing uh, people who were mostly of Gentile descent, uh, but had attached themselves to the synagogues and, and really liked this God of the Jews and maybe weren't circumcised, but were kind of eating and following the, the, the synagogue rules. And then you also had uh, synagogue Jewish people who were much less um, strict in the law than the Jerusalem uh, Jewish people, but were still uh, Jews in a, in a cultural sense. And all of these different kinds of people had joined together in the church in Antioch, and it was growing and, and proving to be a very vibrant place for for the expansion of the Christian uh, numbers at that time. And so hearing about this uh, development in Antioch, uh, the, the people there, uh, Peter and James and, and the other leaders, uh, chose Barnabas because he was a trusted man, and they sent him from Jerusalem up to Antioch to give the Antioch church uh, some guidance and some, some help at that time. Now, Barnabas, uh, being a wise man, uh, he took a longer route. He didn't go directly to Antioch. He went to Tarshish in search of Paul. Uh, remember, Paul has kind of been out of the picture now for, for five or six years as he has uh, was thrown out of, uh, out of the different places and out of Jerusalem and, and had gone back home to Tarshish. And so Barnabas finds Paul on his way to Antioch and then goes up, on up to Antioch with Paul as his apprentice in ministry. Well, in Antioch, Paul lives with a man named Simeon of Cyrene and his family. It is believed that Simeon is the same one, the same Simon, who was at the side of the road when Jesus stumbled under the weight of the cross and uh the, the Roman guard just put, picked a strong man out of the crowd to carry the cross. It's believed this is the same man, Simon. And uh, he would have been a man of from Cyrene and believed to have been of, of black skin. That's where Paul lived while he was in Antioch during these years. Two other important people come into the story at this time during these years. One is Luke, a traveling doctor. Now, it seems kind of weird to us, but that's kind of normal in their day, in their time. Uh, uh, just like any form of education, a young man would attach himself to a doctor who was renowned as, you know, the best one they could find that they could get uh, apprenticed into. And then after a number of years of working together under this doctor, they would be declared a doctor. And uh, then it would be up to them to travel 
around uh, and seek to find clients to to uh, pay them for their services in healing. So this was Luke, and he was at that time living in Antioch and trying to make a living there. And he joined the church, became a Christian as a Gentile, and uh, therefore uh, Paul and Barnabas got to know him there. Also a very young man, Titus, uh, was in the church in Antioch, another Gentile, and he becomes prominent later on in the story. Now around this time, the year 44, uh, across the entire Roman Empire, there was a food shortage. There was a famine. Uh, it was a really hard time for the empire. Many places suffered. And Jerusalem seems to have been particularly hard hit by this uh, shortage, by, by, by the food shortages. And the, the Christians there uh, being the, you know, kind of pushed out of society through persecution were really suffering. Uh, Antioch was much lesser hit. Uh, the trade that went through Antioch across the empire was still very strong. And so they didn't have the same kind of um, impact. So Paul and Barnabas begin to collect money to help in Antioch to help the, tr the church in Jerusalem. Uh, Herod Agrippa is the name of the ruler down in, in Palestine at that time. This is the grandson of Herod the Great, who was the Herod of the Christmas story. And he's come into power, but it's a little bit illegitimate, and uh, he wants to consolidate his his rule there. And the Jews are still very unhappy with the church, but there hasn't been a lot of persecution going on. And so Herod Agrippa uh, finds an excuse to arrest James uh, and the Apostle James and has him beheaded in, in that period of time. And then sometime uh, year 46 or 47, Saul and Barnabas and Titus travel from Antioch down to Jerusalem to deliver the aid they had collected to help the Jerusalem church to, uh, to have food. Um, as they're in Jerusalem, a dispute occurs over Titus because Titus is a young Gentile. He's not circumcised and the, the, the circumcision party has a problem with Paul and Barnabas and others bringing him into the church meetings and eating together. And uh, so, so that becomes quite a controversy. Uh, Peter, James, and John, uh, the disciples of Jesus Christ, uh, side with Paul and Barnabas. They believe that Titus should not be forced into circumcision, but his faith is real and he's part of the church and should be allowed to fellowship with the others. But it's just an insurmountable uh, problem. And so they have an agreement. Paul and Barnabas would go to the Gentiles and lead the church and guide the church among the Gentiles. And Peter and James and uh, P Peter would lead the Jewish church in Jerusalem and kind of head up that side of the of the whole uh, movement of Jesus Christ at this time. And so Paul and Barnabas and Titus return to Antioch, and they bring with him John Mark, who is Barnabas's young cousin, and uh, he comes with them up to Antioch. And that brings us to that special prayer meeting that we all know about. In the spring of the year 46, uh, seven men, seven leaders are praying together in Antioch. It's a diverse group of people. There's Simon, called Niger, or called Black, uh, believed to be the man who carried Jesus' cross up to Gethsemane. There's Lucius from Cyrene. There's Manian, who is, uh, an, who is an aristocrat and also believed to be a foster brother of Herod Antipas, and therefore uh, uh, related also into the Herod's uh, ruling in Jerusalem, and Barnabas and Saul. And while they're praying together, the Holy Spirit comes to the meeting and, and somehow 
uh, makes it clear to them that Paul and Barnabas are to go out to preach among the Gentiles and start the church there. And so uh, they're commissioned to this journey, to this mission. Uh, at this time, Barnabas has been in the church for 17 years. Uh, he was discipled and mentored in, into the ministry by the 12 uh, apostles, the 12 disciples of Jesus Christ. And Paul has now been under uh, mentorship and training with Barnabas uh, for five years. And so uh, as the cent, but, but what we have during this time, now the center of the story of Acts, the center of the influence of the Church of Jesus Christ in the world has shifted from Jerusalem to Antioch. Uh, Jerusalem is still important, but from this point on it declines in importance and Antioch uh, becomes the center of the activities of the Church of Jesus Christ as God moves out into the world with his kingdom to set up little little, uh, little uh, settlements of heaven, of the kingdom of heaven, in every town and city across the Roman world. Uh, that continues right up until our day here in Wainwright, and as we continue to seek to expand this same mission.